Hello and welcome back to another episode of Dating, Laughter and Disasters with me, Lulu Johnson. A show that's all about the highs and lows of modern dating and on this podcast we are laughing about it. Joining me on the show this week is my wonderful, hilarious, filthy-mouthed friend, Chris. Chris is hilarious. He really doesn't need much of an introduction. I feel like he's already known around Berlin for just being the man about town. He's an absolute filthy schlag, as he'd say himself, but has a heart of gold. Um, Chris just talks to me about his experiences going to several sex parties here in Berlin. And as always, he's extremely entertaining. And he's a man that isn't afraid to be confident in putting himself out there. You can learn a lot from this man and you will laugh along with us too. I can guarantee that. So lads, he needs no further introduction. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Yo! Oh, so, yeah, that's All it. Right. So, Chris, welcome to the show. <laughs> this is so weird to do it like that, though, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking show, sitting at a table. <laughs> we're sitting at a table, we're having, like, an honest chat. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, the, the Lothario of London, the Beast of Berlin. Oh. <laughs> yes. Will you, will you give yourself an introduction? Who you are? How long you've been in Berlin? Full, full name and last name, yeah. Full name Postal last name. address. Oh, yeah. Social security numbers. <laughs> Bank account details. Do you want your last name said? Oh, I don't give a fuck. Oh, you don't care? Okay. I mean, if you want. That's great. No, we leave that out. Uh, so, Chris, tell me your name, where you're from, how long you've been in Berlin, and what your current dating status is. Um, Chris. Hi, Chris. Good got that one. Um, <laughs> London. Lovely. Um, did you say current dating status? Yeah. Oh, poor fuck. Good. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Out and about, isn't it? <laughs> On the prowl. Berlin, lock up your daughters. Um, I say single in it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Horny and right. Uh, well, yeah, yes and no. Well, actually, lately, fuck me, boy. Well, I've got some juicy shit, boy. Oh well, Chris, uh, we're here for it. Yeah. So yeah, I would say that is at the moment. Yeah. Right. Okay. Lovely. Mm. Well, I mean, without further ado, then say what you're gonna say. Oh no! Just lately, it's been crazy. So like, I've been going. Um, because I was going to tell you about this anyway. So lately, we were going to a lot of like, obviously, like sex positive parties and shit like that, and it. So, um, like, in the last, like, in one week, like, in October, ended up going to three in one week. In one week? Yeah. Three sex parties in three, one six, week? So, we went, I went on a, um, a, a Saturday, I went on a Thursday. Don't pounce oh, because, yeah. Saturday, a Thursday, and then the next Saturday. So, one was Pinky Promise, then it was the Paradise Garage, and then it was Pornceptual. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, cretinous <laughs> gargoyle behaviour. I was an absolute savage whore boy. Oh mate, like sometimes it was two birds in one night. I'm, I thought I was expecting more than two. No, nah, but like, no, in, so, I mean to fucking one night, give me a fucking break boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's not powered up by a fucking old Hugh Hefner with his Viagra's down here boy. Be a bit of a fucking breather. But... Yeah, that was actually pretty wild going to them and just like being absolutely like cretinous. And what are these parties like? So when you go, because I've been to KitKat. Yeah, I know, but like KitKat is, I mean, it's same. It depends on the event. I think I'm just more than like take the sex out of it. I'm just more enjoying the um, genuinely enjoying going to them because they're like they're just more open. Like people are just a bit more, you know, easygoing. Like you can Respectful. talk to people a bit more. Yeah. Definitely, that goes without even questioning. Kind of like the fact that also people take a bit of time and effort to dress up, so to speak. So it's like a bit, 
different than just which I also enjoy don't get me wrong but like when you go into like I don't know like fucking RSO or Bergheim or whatever and everyone's just in black off their fucking mm-hmm. tits on ecstasy and whatever mm-hmm. enjoy that but also like it's nice to see people in like a bit more colourful stuff and like flamboyant mm-hmm. if you want to call it that or nothing or nothing at all are you allowed to go stuff I mean stuff? I wouldn't because it's just I, I just don't see the need for it personally but some people do but I mean you do you boo it I know, but the interview walking around what? like balls naked. Absolute schlong <laughs> out there. Get out of my way, son. I'm hitting people in the chin with it. <laughs> yeah. With your Doc Martens. Yeah. And oh, no yeah. The, just the Doc Martens. The FUD coming down the fucking... <laughs> Give me a fucking drink in the line you can. Oh, God, I have no. the image now. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, um, so it's been a bit thingy, but, like, I just, I just prefer it. Like, I don't need it as well, but, like, also, like, it's just a mentality change because, like... Um, we were talking about this with John actually and Ina the other day and then it kind of kick-started from there. Like as a geezer, which is fine, you don't really get paid too many too many compliments, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's not a thing. Like you don't, I, I wouldn't need that. But it, it's kind of nice when it does happen a little bit and you would get that there at these parties. People would maybe comment a little bit more on your appearance in general, maybe what you're wearing. Yeah, because uh, our outfits are kind of yeah, statements. And you're yeah. kind of like in there, like you're not in a vulnerable space, isn't it? Like I wouldn't say you're in a, well you can be depending on what you're doing. But because of that, I think there's a more like closeness and togetherness. Yeah. And I don't know, like I just enjoy the vibe that these places offer a little bit more than... Um, regular partying so that's kind of what I've been doing a little bit more lately and so you like when the women compliment you when like do you find no I mean I don't need it I'm just saying it's just it's just it's refreshing we know because it doesn't happen we know you don't need reassurance I don't need nothing (laughs) (laughs) come at me (laughs) Um, no but I mean like it's just um, yeah I don't know like it's just it's just refreshing sometimes but I mean regardless of all of that it's just I just prefer them in general And, um, but you've got to have some wild stories or two. I mean, yeah, wild, but I mean, like, they're just like kind of like sexual in terms of like, well, like, we was in, we was in, I was in one thing with like um, a, a group, I'll say, won't say names for the uh-huh, minute. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, and like. Are, are there people we know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> Anyway, my friend, like, I was there, met her, and she had people visiting over. Um, so, yeah, like, we was, like, in the line for Pornception, we were all bantering and whatever, and then we get in there, and, like, you know, within the group's friends, is like, chatting, and, like, it was their first sex party, and they're like, yo, like, uh, what's going to go on here, whatever. And then, um, yeah, next thing you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm curious to look at, like, the dark room, and the next thing, like, she's there, and she's doing having her way with me and shit like this really oh no 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 one that was part of her group isn't it like you know and then so sorry but to explain a dark room for those who are never people are just banging in there isn't it it's a dark room yes yeah so i mean yeah i mean it can be super dark or it can be just it's just like a place where you yeah where you can go and do some stuff yeah and then at one stage, I was just like, this was through the night as well. It was just like, I was waiting for a few of them to go to the toilet and I was at the bar and I got a drink. And I was like, I'll oh, sit down. Then it just happened. Like, I didn't even really notice because I was just like seeing where to sit. And I sat down next to this Russian girl in, in, in there. And I'm like, oh, right, how's it going? And then she's just wearing bottoms. So tits are out and everything. 
I'm like, oh, how's it going? Like, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. And like, we're just guessing. Guessing? Uh, guessing. Chatting. Guessing. Okay, never heard this um, And then she's like, I'm like, I'm just like, got a lovely set of tits. And she's like, oh, thanks. I was like, yeah, they're actually really good. Mind if I have a quick suck on them, do you? Oh, yes. And she's like, yeah, yeah, right. I'm going in there and I'm like, she's like, oh, yeah, should we just like fuck? And I'm like, yeah, fuck it then. Uh-uh. And the next thing... She's like dragging me away and then I'm absolutely giving her a seeing to. <laughs> so within the space of like literally plonking my ass down because I was waiting for him to go to the toilet, it's gone from zero to a hundred. I'm like, right, see you later, boys. Well, Chris, this is your life anyway, wouldn't you say? Uh, so yes. For, for the listeners, Chris is very much like... Casanova. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't fucking say that. <laughs> I mean, like, you, you're you not shy of approaching women and getting busy. Uh, no, I mean, like, with approaching women, I think that I learn, um, actually, genuinely, like, and I understand where people can come from because sometimes, like, the fear of rejection can be quite real. It can be quite intimidating to go up to people. Pause. Yeah. Have you ever felt intimidated approaching a woman? Not me. Oh, yes. Okay, just no, check. I'm talking about people in general, <laughs> okay, isn't it? Not you know? Chris. Not me. But, like, maybe when I was younger, a little bit, yeah, like, when I was first starting off. But then, like, I don't know, something in my head, like, kind of just clicked in terms of, like, I was like, all they're going to say is no. Like, if you literally just go up to them and, like, you're kind of polite and you're just, like, easy going, they're probably going to turn around and be like, you can tell if they're interested or not by the way that they look, the way that they respond, of course, the things that they say, but you yeah, know but what I mean. I have seen you going up to women. I mean, okay, at least I don't no. see that they're looking at you. But like when we're out, you just beeline for the ladies, and you come back with them every time, and they they, they join the group. Like, well, they love it, innit? Yeah, like you're Bit a of the English sausage. I mean, they can help. Nah, it, can't they? I mean, yeah, I mean, but I don't know. But then maybe that's just something that they seem then that I give off that they like. I don't know. Like, I mean, that, that, that you can't tie everyone with the same brush for that. Yeah. But at least with going up to people, like, they're only going to say no. And, like, you have to think as well. Like, you're not going to float everyone's boat, innit? Like, so they're going to say no, you move on. There's plenty more. Yeah. And I, But I do understand that it can be intimidating for some people. And they're like, yeah. And if a bird turns around you and tells you like literally to fuck off well you can put that cunt in a bin mate like you know what I mean she's done you a favour anyway because like as long as you go up like normally and yeah so like I don't it shouldn't be a stumbling block but I can understand what for some people why it is isn't it uh, do women often or ever approach you, like, besides being in sex clubs now? Um, I think we were discussing this. In sex clubs, it obviously happens a little bit more. I still feel, though, that you would, generally speaking, as a guy, probably have to initiate something in general. And I think in the normal environment and settings, I think it's, it's happened... A, yeah, I could count on two hands oh, that well. it's happened in, like, normal settings, you know, like, just random people in a normal club. Mm-hmm. Thinking, like, the more sex-positive parties, so to speak, it's... There's a different vibe in those. Yeah, it's a different yeah. vibe, and, like, it just happens a lot a lot easier, I feel, like, from, from both sides. Okay, There's but overall, l- though, you find that you're actually approaching women more than they're approaching you. Oh, that goes without saying. But I think that's for everybody. You obviously wouldn't mind if someone approached you. No, I mean, like, of course, like, I can understand because I do it as well. Like, it does take a little bit to come up to somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and I know there's always the re- re- 
run the risk of like somebody that does come up to you and takes the time that you might not be interested in but I'm also not a prick to yeah. be like horrible about it you can you know say it in a let them down so to speak in that respect in a nice way I can't imagine but, many people would be rude or mean to someone who's just come up and be like hi how's your night going like someone's either going to yeah I mean I, I don't know like maybe from a woman's side I could understand it sometimes especially if it's been happening a lot and guys have been a bit dicky mm -hmm. towards her mm -hmm. for instance but um no, I can't imagine it really either, but actually, you never like, know, innit? When I said that sentence, I actually had men in my head. I don't think a man would be a dick to a woman if she walked up and just said hi. I, I think going. it depends, because I think that, like, not me, because I'm not like that when I'm on, when I'm on drink, drinking or nothing like that, but, like, I think that some real drunk guys can be a bit dickheady. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if there was, like, something where it wasn't really 100% their type or whatever, I could imagine if they were smashed, they might have, like, a sarky comment or something that they would be trying to lay off as a bit of fucking banter and Johnny Big Bollocks, but, like, be a yeah. bit cunny. That's very like, much you know a British I mean? thing and probably yeah. in Ireland too, but here in Berlin, I don't think um, we get that. Yeah, right? maybe a German would just be, no, thank you. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> no, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like, Chris, for those who haven't been to Kick Out, walk us through what it's like. Well, if you can fucking get in, I mm -hmm. mean, I've touched wood, I've never been rejected from there. But the With cute, that long hair, who would say no well, you know, those curls? Absolutely. I, absolutely lovely. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, Honestly, though, sometimes, like, I wouldn't even bother if you get there too late because, like, I've seen the queue sometimes and it's crazy. It's hundreds of people. Uh, thousands. Even. Yeah, really? My, it like, got, it, 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 I've seen it, yeah. I wasn't there going that night, yeah. But for whatever reason, we were going past there in a taxi, I think. We were going somewhere else. And the fucking queue met the queue at Trezor. That's how far back it went. I don't so, actually know where so Trezor is. It's around the corner. So, it, you know, Henry Kainerstrasse? Yeah. And it goes round to the Curves, left where the yeah, U-Bahn is yeah. and the Duna shop is. Yeah. Straight all the way down all there. Way down. You know that big power plant? Oh, like yeah, I do. That's I do Trezor. Know it. Oh, my God. The key that, went that, up. Yeah. That's like, a that, solid kilometer. But it, it, uh, if I mean, more. I mean, it wasn't just Kit Kat, but what I'm saying is they were both big at both of them so much that they both touched each other. Oh, my God. From venue to venue. Wow. That's the worst that I've ever seen it. That's at like but, two o'clock in the morning as well, right? You need to go uh, in before. For me, so. with Kit Kat, like when, your best bet for me, which I always say is that, yes, of course you need to, because this thing that oh, you have need to have been there so that you know, well, you have to start somewhere. For me, putting effort into what you're wearing, actually looking at the theme of the night and getting there early is the best chance. If you get there at 10 o'clock and you can see that you've made effort and you're, you look like you should be there, right? They're not going to say no to you yeah, because it's sure. just opening. Yeah. It's at one or two o'clock at high time. Of course, they've got to be more picky because they can't let everybody in. Like, it's just impossible. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, you get in there and then obviously, like, the wardrobe is right in front of you as you come straight in. And then the, the cloakroom. The cloakroom, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all going off already. Like, those fucking tits and fanny and fucking cock everywhere. Like, people changing or getting out of. And also and the, the, the staff are topless yeah. and everything, right? A few of them are even naked. I mean, yeah. it really depends. Like, there was one wearing a horse head the other day. Oh, okay. Must have been getting a, bit, a little bit kiddie. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, like, and we got in there and then that was actually quite a wild night. Like, I went in there 
and there was this girl, it was funny because I was with like a friend and they were, I was like looking and she was like, oh, you're looking around, like got your eyes on anyone. There was this bird that was on the stage, like white lingerie, curly hair looking boom. She had like little angel wings on because it was like around Halloween time. Mm-hmm. So there were some people that were kind of dressing up, you know, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to have her in a bit, isn't it? Then, like in my head you know what I mean and then she was like oh yeah you reckon and then the next thing I'm like going over chatting to her getting off with her and my mate's like oh you didn't mess about I was like nah you don't mess up do you <laughs> didn't come in fuck about boys did I and what do you wear on these nights um, <laughs> like what do I wear like <laughs> um, well like Dr. Martins and then like I've got like that kind of like what I would describe as like a gladiator skirt leather skirt thing mm-hmm. and then kind of depends on the top really like it could be like a black vest like kind of meshed I have like an arm piece like which is like a you know like a, a harness are you trying to look like a sexy viking because you, you like, yeah, to, you like I, to think no, you've got no, from... yeah I think that I think that it, it it's easy for me to do that because of the way that I look. Because you identify as a Viking, don't you? Yeah, that's it, yeah. In this world where we identify as what we want, I identify as a bludgeon pittering Viking. Um, nah, I mean, I think I can just I can just pull that look off. I'm not necessarily going for it, but I think it adds to creating this image of getting in there and, right, and okay. shit, you know, and because a persona. I want to do a lot of straight men, like, do, are they afraid to wear a skirt? Like you're, you're the most manliest um, man yeah, I know. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I w- what I would say to that is I did have that thought process when I was first getting into this because it's not a problem for me, but I didn't want to come across as looking gay. Not because I care about that, but it's obviously if I'm but going into... But that's your personality. A, that's yeah, and also I'm going into a place where there's a lot of people with different sexualities and stuff like that. You don't want to mislead anyone, I don't do want to let, let some poor fella down. <laughs> you know? You know? Sorry, mate. Don't bat that way. Not so, tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> not tomorrow either. Actually, probably no. die. <laughs> before I do. But no, but like, so... But then I realised that... Um, Obviously, you become once you start going a little bit more often, you become more comfortable in yourself. You see what other people are wearing, and that also opens you to maybe wear stuff that you wouldn't have maybe worn in the past. I mean, I'm not wearing anything like particularly wild. Mm-hmm. I think it's just very cliche, if you want to say, to that kind of vibe. So yeah, as I said, like a vest, like a black me- meshed. Any vest. bit of makeup, glitter. No, no. Next time you should try to put brown eyeshadow um, on your eyes. Just to kind of do you know like what it is? It's just normally in these places, I just sweat too much anyway, so I don't want to deal with all of that, yeah. like, for various reasons. It's very crazy in this place, in that atmosphere, how things can just escalate very quickly. Yeah, I've never had that. I'm not into that, but I'm uh, fine I, with I going. mean, I I'm not... Do you mind if we have a little nosh on your yeah. old boy? I'd be like, <laughs> go for it. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't get that in, like, uh any well in any non-sex clubs really like you wouldn't have that in well i don't know about burkheim um, yeah. really i think it depends on the night it depends on the people that you end up meeting because like i've also which is completely fine because i've still had an amazing time but i've also been to like nights where it hasn't been as crazy as that it's been relatively placid only only one blowjob <laughs> yeah only the one <laughs> <laughs> who's counting after one anyway <laughs> you know what i mean um, but no, but I mean, so like, I think it does really depend on 
Yeah, the people that are there, the night that's going on. If you want to say your luck, you know? Like, what I mean by that is just that everything's going for you that night. Sometimes it happens. It's all about the energy that you give off. Yeah, or... Yeah, it's just... That testosterone. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) You'll get all right, Sorkin. God! (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, like... I was walking through... And um, a couple of people, I was with a piss and I was like, I'll go and sit down. Because you know, like the main dance floor, yeah? You know you when you, you can walk through and uh-huh. there's the big pisser on the right. And then there's a sit down section that's close to where the swimming pool is. So I'm like, gone to sit, gone to sit down there. And then these two girls have walked by and they're like, oh, we've been seeing you about on the dance floor. So started then talking and everything. Then the next thing, I'm with both of them. And I'm like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, is this fucking happening? Oh. I mean, I wasn't complaining. <laughs> so you were Let me tell you. Okay. And, like, it's just crazy. What I mean by that is just, it's, it's, it's just, it's just crazy how stuff can just escalate there. And also, like, I met a couple of people who have been in there, and which is, it also has its good parts of it and its drawbacks about it. But, you know, like, it's just, right, they're in the moment, it's the night, the people don't want contact after, they just want to leave it as that, which I respect, and there's something nice to that. I think it can be a little bit shit sometimes, like, and I don't mean that you've just literally met for five minutes and done something, and then you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't get a number. Because obviously it's harder to get your number in there oh, yeah, you don't get you your can't. phone. You're not allowed so to you, walk no. around your phone. So you've yeah. got to go up to the bar and like there's, they, they leave pens and papers. Do they? I yeah. didn't notice that. That's yeah. cute. So I've done it? it a couple of times, Aww. but obviously, so I'd like to give it out. But... Um, yeah, like sometimes when they don't want that, like, which is completely fine, but like you maybe spent a, quite a lot of the night with somebody, it can also be a bit like, well, that was, could have been nice to have oh, seen yeah, what okay. would develop on. But I, I get that and I understand it because it's a very specific place and I do feel that some people go there with the mindset of, they maybe not, don't act like this in normal life, but it's a getaway where they know for that evening they can go. And they can literally do what they want within the confines of that space and that time. Mm-hmm. And then when they leave, I'm not saying they forget about it, but they're like, well, yeah. I've, I've closed that. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's a place to yeah. just like let it all out and mm. get that side out of you, like what you need. And Exactly. Uh, I remember meeting a guy in there when I was there. <clears throat> I was there years ago and I met a, a man from England. And he was a very, he looked very masculine in the face and he was wearing this long chiffon dress. And I remember his name was Gary. Was Gary. Like, was Gary. <laughs> Gary and Dave. Boys weekend. Kit Kat. 2020. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, he was wearing this long chiffon dress. And I remember I, I was not sober at the time. So I was just very like, tell us all about you, Gary. You know, just asking mm. these questions. And he was like, do you know, I'm a straight man. He said, I just like dresses. I like how it feels. I've come here from England to just wear a dress so no one judges me. And he was like, why should anyone be judged for a piece of material and how it's formed? Like, and yeah. so I found it really sweet. No, but I mean, that's also the beauty about living in Berlin, that I feel that that bollocks... I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but you get less... It exists less here, I feel. I feel people can be a little bit more that they want to. Oh, 100%, yeah, you can be anyone I mean, don't, Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say that there isn't some bigotry around and shit like that I mean I don't think we're ever going to live in a place ever where there's not going to be because there'll always be some soppy cunt around Mm -hmm. but I do feel that you especially with the way that you look the way that you dress the way that you express yourself I don't think that you're judged as much here as a lot of places that I've been to 
obviously I'm talking more in a Western sphere for obvious mm-hmm. reasons. But um, there must be sex clubs in London as well. Have you oh yeah, there that? is. But like London has the. I mean, I wasn't into that kind of stuff when I was living there because like I left London when I was like twenty four. So by that time, I was like, of course, I was going out and stuff. But you were still a virgin then, I'd say, were you? Oh yeah, didn't touch. Uh, last week I lost it. <laughs> it was only no. low jobs yeah, up to then. No, that was it. <laughs> ah, I was scared of a vagina, me. Get away! Get it away! Put it out. <laughs> Um, but you know, like, and obviously, like, even if I was potentially at that time, if I had been into that kind of a vibe anyway, I was still living with my parents and shit, so I was oh, fucking yeah. no mm-hmm. go anyway, mate. Jesus. I have something to show you on my phone, actually, right? I was in my local Spady the other day, picking up a package, mind my own business. I, I swear it was like we were back oh, in the 90s. She's got a great set on her. This is a porn magazine called Vokkenende, which means weekend. There's no holdbacks. I oh know, right on the front. There's did like, you buy it? No, I did not. There I would have bought it for fun. I mean, she is ripping that open, boy. I mean, Jesus Christ. If you'd like to describe what you're seeing there, Chris. Um, well, there's a bird that has got an absolute schlong inside her. Yeah, like it's a uh, couple, and then um, there's like a bird that's just on the front, like posing with her tits up. There's a woman <laughs> grabbing a cock. Grabbing a cock with her legs open. And there is another scene of a woman having anal sex on the front of a magazine. Oh yeah, she's got it straight up her Gary, isn't it? It's like, uh, to me. I mean, I mean, yeah, but I mean, they're they're also more. I feel that Germans are more passe when it comes to nudity in general, though. But like, I mean, yeah, I know, but I that's have never that's, seen that in oh, eight I ha- years. I ha- have you? So. No, but I do remember in England, it used to be a thing around the local, like, off-licence and shop. Well, like, their, our version of a shperty, like, an offie. Like, you would have, like, the top shelf. But, like, what they did do then is that... They'd have a cover, It would they? have a cover, yeah. Yeah. But sometimes you could still see it. Like, when the fucking shopkeeper weren't looking, you'd be like, oh, I should have a fucking look. Do you mean a cover on the shelf or a cover, cover on, on the magazine itself? So, a cover on the shelf and... Depended on the magazine. The magazine might have a cover, but it was up to the magazine because they were all, yeah. But at least back in the day, that was back in the day before. Yeah, but maybe some people like the old. Some people are not digitalized. You know, they like a little bit of old analog. True, true. Crusty papers in between. Yeah, because those photos were mild in comparison to what. I'll have to get more photos. I go back to that age. (laughs) I'm I'm not leaving. (laughs) Lily, you're coming in here a lot, yeah. Right, Chris, like, I, I'm trying to remember every time when you, you list all, you, share with me your list of the perfumes and this. Oh, yeah. No, because like, it ain't a thing here, but like, when I was like, so this is got, this is like late 2000s, obviously, when I'm like going out to like bars, clubs and pubs in like London and stuff, yeah. And they always used to have like, in both sets of toilets, like, um, a man or a woman in there, like an African man or woman in there, yeah, who were like s- selling like lollipops and sprays of some kind as you come out. And like the fucking songs that these guys used to come out with was just <laughs> fucking wild. Like, um, the in the geezer's bog, it was like, so no spray, no lay, uh, wash your fingers for the mingers. <laughs> um, Hugo, no Hugo Boss, no Cheeky Toss, <laughs> um, no Calvin Klein, no 69. Oh, Jesus. Um, 
What's the other one? No Amani, no Punani. <laughs> um, what's the others? Um, yeah, but like these kind of things, like, and they were just, oh yeah, no Dolce and Gabbana, no suck on your banana. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, and like, they just used to come in there and they just used to be there all the time and it was just like super hilarious. And like, in the birds' bog, like, the woman in there would be like, uh, freshen up your punani for your boyfriend <laughs> and like shit like I swear it was like raw but like very entertaining is it still happening in London? I don't know like because I'm not going to joke like now when I go back and I'm visiting like all of my mates now have like they're either married or got kids or in like serious relationships so like we don't really go out out anymore like also like it's a bit draining when I'm like going back for a few days like I just go down the pub and see people like mm. in a pub you wouldn't have it it'd be more like a bar slash club slash I'm imagining like, like tan spa kind of yeah. vibe thing you know okay. um so I don't really know actually because and also like living in Berlin like when I go to other places like I don't feel the need to party because I feel that I'm in the best city to party in the world like other places offer you different shit in it of course like when you go um I don't know, like, let's just say for argument, say you go to Spain and it, yeah, I'd rather be drinking out on a nice terrace bar on the beach or something like that with music and shit. I don't want to be in a fucking, necessarily in a club in 45 degrees in Spain and it, like. I find that too. Every time I leave <clears> Berlin, <throat> I actually leave Berlin for a break from the city life. Mm -hmm. And now I'm getting more into just going on cycle mm -hmm. trips, going to the nature and yeah. things of like that because you just know that you, well, before it got more expensive in the last year or so, you just knew that you could have the same amount of fun for cheap in Berlin, but obviously you go to Dublin. Yeah, pff, well, that's kind of eroding now as well. Like, honestly, like, I remember, like, going to, like, times when I first moved here. So, what, you're thinking, like, eight years ago now and shit, that, um, going to City Foods was a tenner. Yeah. Like, and, like, honestly, sometimes, like, I've been out with, like, 50 or 60 euros, right? And I've, like, paid to get into a club, had a load of drinks, and probably got a dinner on the way home. Mate, those days are fucking long gone. Like, I'm, I'm sometimes now, I've done a ton before I've left the gaff. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, done. I, I went out last week with a few of them for dinner and two, I'd say, yeah, we made me total three glasses of wine. The night came to 40 euros. Yeah, this is what like, I'm saying. fucking hell. Well, on Monday I went on a date, actually. Oh, tell With us. a German bird. Okay. It was super nice. We right. had a lot of fun. Um, but, like, it was just a Monday, yeah? By Oskroids. You know that place on the corner? Uh, uh, it's a like bar, a brew, it? yeah. It's like a brew, little brewery kind of place. Okay. Don't know anyway, we were just like, we'll go there because like we haven't been there yet. I had two hellers and two fucking um, like I, I don't know. I think it was like an IPA or something. Okay, yeah, but so small beers, ones, but small good, ones, yeah. yeah. And we we should we sh shared a plate of chips, yeah. Romantic. <laughs> yeah, you know, just to pick at, yeah. Like fucking twenty-seven euro each. Oh god. I'm like, it's a fucking Monday, boys. And I heard... I'll start getting... I've got to sign on, don't I? I'll get back to the boat. Fucking hell. Get down the yard. I'll get the tour for our boat. That's the dole for anyone yeah. inside of Berlin. Um, because I heard on the news today that they're increasing the rate of alcohol and drinks by 19% in restaurants. Now... 19%? Yeah. Now, Is that a tax on... Alcohol. Uh, on, on all alcohol, like, but commercially bought? I rather think Because, so. like, 19% on that, a fucking... Already four euro beer is be? like let's just say it's twenty percent. It's almost a euro extra. Yeah, yeah. Well, it would like be eight, quite... eight. All right, it's like maybe seventy nine cent or something. We'll all be going back down to Neukölln. Oh, mate, drink. I'll be fucking standing outside of Spiti, but maybe I'm a brewer. 
Sterny. Sterny. Even Sterny now is 150. I remember they were giving them away. <laughs> Fucking hell. Sterny beers are like the lowest of the low. Oh. I, I quite like them. Uh, no, I've got a more refined palate. Have you not? Know, yeah. When it comes to fun, no, not necessarily IPAs, but like, gotta have a fucking. I don't know, Spaten or Augustino or something. Oh, yeah, okay, fancy. Yeah. But, like, we're now, what, heading towards our mid-30s and we're back pre-drinking. That's how expensive things are. Yeah, like. but, like, that's bollocks as well. Like, because sometimes, like, I was, like, part of it as well is, like, I enjoy just having a, I'm having a bev in a bar. Like, I mean, for instance, after this, when we go and meet, like, Matt and John and that, yeah, well, I could have easily just said, well, we'll just get some fucking beers from the Sperti next door and sit in the gaff and drink. But it's not... Boring, oh, yeah, yeah, it's bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not doing it necessarily to get me fucking fix a beer inside me. You're doing it to check out the birds as well, well aren't you? <laughs> get the old binoculars out, you know? <laughs> but, um, no, but I mean, like, you just want a bit, a bit of music, a bit of fucking yeah, ambiance. Yeah, it's, it's Friday night. Where are we going? Home bar? I uh, really need to fucking see what you're saying, actually. After all the years that I've known you, it's been a good five years, I'd say. It's got to be in it. Oh shit, you fucking lasagna. Oh, go get no, it. Sorry, it's seven it. minutes. Okay. <laughs> Piling on the pounds, ladies. No carbs before mobs. No pizza before a pizza. Oh, but like, you have to have at least one interesting dating story because let's not, like, we need to also introduce you properly. Because, Chris, to introduce you to the listeners here, I've got 70% of them are based in Germany. Chris is a man about town. Yeah. He I loves loves the ladies. Loves the German ladies. Loves the German ladies. No, the men envy <laughs> Nobody's <him>. safe. <laughs> <laughs> the men envy him, the women love him. I wouldn't go that far. Wouldn't you? I don't really think of myself like that though, maybe. Oh. No, I don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, like no. I'd say no if you wrote a long list of the women that you've had some heavy petting with, it'd be a long list. Fucking hell, where do we start and where do we end? <laughs> Be like the Magna fucking Carter, wouldn't it? <laughs> Who? The Magna Carter. What the what? It's like this big fucking. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> um, but then, so in all that time, you must have had some crazy, weird thing that's happened. Um, I don't know if it's like being crazy weird. Like when I compare it to, like for instance, like the stories that you've had are fucking wild. I <laughs> yeah. Think, I don't think that I've had anything. Yeah. That thing. So it's been like pretty placid in that thing. Like, you know what I mean? There hasn't been any crazy, wild. No woman's gone wild new, or you've not like, fa- like fa- found yourself in a funny situation where like, because when I interviewed you for the book, you didn't really have any stories. No, yeah, no, because this is the thing. Like, I don't know why. Like, nothing seems to go crazy wild. Like, whatever happens, happens, and then if it doesn't continue on. Like, there's nothing, like, crazy where, you know, like, she was hanging out the back of a car fucking while she was pelting me with fucking rotten veg. Like, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. So, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to think now. Like, I mean, I've had situations where, like, I thought that a person could have dealt with something that evolved better and shit. I'm trying to think now, isn't it? Okay, well, Chris, you know, like, from, from online dating, friendships form. Because that's how you and I met. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember sure. the first time we met? Um, no, not really. Oh, I thought, I thought you farted. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I know it's me and Gaff, but give me a bit of fucking credit over here. Do you want to go check your lasagna? <laughs> no, no, it's not, yeah, I've got four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um... 
Yeah. Do you remember? <clears throat> no. Uh, no. I remember we met, I think it was, yeah, I remember. We met in 2016 and we met at Fitcher's Vogel. So we first matched on an app called... It was one where you, when you pass by uh, I someone... I do kind of remember uh, Fitcher's Vogel now, innit? Huh? I do remember that, Fitcher's Vogel now yes. that you say that. So yeah. we, we met off an app mm. happen, and that, I don't know if it's still around, but it's like, if you've, that, yeah. if you've been... I know in, the one that you're chatting about, though, right? yeah, but this I need was to like, explain it to the people. This is fucking donkeys years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they still use it. It's like, you match if you've been near someone, like, within a kilometre. Terribly close of you. <laughs> Fingers reach away. <laughs> And so we met at Fitcher's Vogel and I remember you left, you were like, we met and then you were like, uh, I've just got to pop out for some cash. And I was like, okay. And I thought you like ran away. <laughs> really? Yeah, I did. No, it was literally because I didn't have any cash on me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I needed to fucking pay for the drink somehow. It was so funny. And I remember on that date, you were actually harping on about how you wanted to buy an apartment. Yes. And look where we are now. I mean, yes, we are. We're in your, your, your oh, boss apartment. He's dreaming and it comes true. <laughs> the dreams come true. Yeah. But I, I, I always remember because I had met you, I think we met in like September. It was ending of the summer anyway because the weather was still nice. But I had just come out of that really bad toxic relationship with a guy who sounded just like you. So, oh, I do remember you saying this actually, right? didn't I? Yeah. And so when you and I met, when you opened your mouth, I was like, oh no, I can't. <laughs> Fucking someone shut that cunt out, would they? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you sounded like Russell Brand, but you also sounded like... Wow, wow, wow. Let's talk about that geezer at the moment. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, but you, you have like the similar sound to him. But uh, I remember, <clears throat> I think we were only having a drink for like an hour or something. And I remember thinking to myself, this needs to end quickly because... <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> because your accent at the time was so triggering for me. I couldn't bear mm. to, to hear it. <clears throat> And then I remember we didn't contact each other anymore. No, I don't. Right? There was no texting after that. No. And in the meantime, I was getting over the traumas of my toxic relationship. And a year passed. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, I wonder if I'll find that guy, Chris, online again. Oh, there's a 99.9% there's a <laughs> chance you'll probably still find me online now. <laughs> He's gone nowhere. You've had the same profile for eight fucking yeah, years. I, do, yeah. I haven't even changed the pictures. <laughs> Have you not though? No, of course oh, I yeah. have. Okay. Fucking hell, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Your hair's gotten a bit longer. Yeah, it got a bit longer. Um, but I remember swiping thinking at one point, oh, I, I hope I actually see this guy, Chris, because he was so nice. I, like now that I'm over the London mm -hmm. accent, I think we could be like good pals. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up matching again. And like basically since then, we just became yeah, I think very it was friends. Just from then, really, yeah, yeah. I can remember. Isn't it nice how, yeah. like, online... No, but I also, because, like, I also don't, like... Because I must admit, when I first came here, I definitely was using... Because, like, I'm really not using online dating, really. I still have it, but I'm really not using it at the moment. Can I just pause you for a second? Yeah. I remember going to your house on multiple occasions over the years. You were addicted to online uh, no, dating. No, I, I know, because... I, I, I'd be sitting on your couch, you'd be lying on your bed, and the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Almost fall off. <laughs> no, but I was. And especially when I first came here even more. Because obviously at that time I didn't really have a friendship group. And I'm not saying necessarily exactly when we met and stuff like that. But definitely when I first came here, I was definitely using it more as well as a means to like get out and have mm. a drink. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And I don't know. I can always... 
I mean, impartially, if you want to call it that, like, look at, well, fuck, you know what I'm saying? Impartially look at it and be like, well, right, it might not have worked out romantically, but is this person all right? Yes or no, like, and then kind of like, if you want to, like, for me, it's not a then problem to be like, well, you're all right, like, we can also have this a different way. Now, I know that doesn't sit well or right for everybody, which is completely fine, but... I mean, for me, I'm like, why would you maybe, what are you losing a connection for, potentially? And like, also like, I don't necessarily get, I mean, which is up to people as well. People are like, well, you can't be fucking friends with the other sex if you don't want to fuck them. And all right, there is an element of truth to that sometimes. Because let's be honest, girls, because, but, but like, yes, there's been a few occasions. You've shown uh, nearly all the women. <laughs> but, but also like, I wouldn't go down that road again. And yeah, it happened and whatever, but there is still people that I haven't and yeah. I wouldn't. Because you can, you've got no, out of yeah, your system. Yeah, because it's not, yeah. And yeah, I, I don't, I don't feel that it needs to be, it doesn't, you don't need to look at, into it any deeper than that. Like it's that and that's it. But I think it's also fine that like when you start mm. like uh, getting to know people from online, yeah, like when you don't have a group, mm. some friends, yeah, if you shag and then you become friends, <clears throat> it's normal. You get that you kind of go through that phase in life too. Yeah. Like, you know, when we were younger and it's like, oh, let's fuck everything in sight. Well, and now it's like... Not much has changed. <laughs> well, okay, you're, you're probably I? still the yeah. same. But uh, it's interesting though, in the end, how uh, online dating can form so many friendships. Because because yeah. of you, I've got a massive group of friends now. Like some of my best friends are... You're fucking welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But because of you... The like, Verbindung. The what? <laughs> the Verbindung. Yeah, and like, just... It's also thinking how it can just like escalate and it just like naturally happens. Yeah, gets you know? the ball rolling and then... For sure. Uh, but we have a lot of funny stories, I feel. And I was talking to someone recently about your birthday weekend. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> this is not even dating related, but it's just such a funny story. I, th- I think we should talk about it. What what aspect are we talking about specifically here, actually? Like, the whole, like, obviously this is the your 30th couple of years ago. Yeah. The big, the big weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I still can't get over that dirty little bastard, right? Oh so, to give some context to this, right? Set the scene first. So, obviously this was, so I turned 30 during 2020. My birthday's in August, so luckily, even though it was corona times and it was shit, at least in Germany, they let you do some things with going out and mixing at this stage. So we went to Helenazie, which is, I don't know, what, an hour away from here? It's like very close to the Polish border. It's a nice place. It's one of the few things that we could do where we could actually be together in a huge group and have some fun without being fucking shut down by the ordnance amp or fucking polizei or whatever. So, yeah, we get there, and obviously, as you can imagine, everybody's excited. We were Tricks. a big group of, like, group. 25? Yeah, was quite, there was more. quite a few people. There was quite a lot of people. And we were going camping. We were going camping, and, yeah, it's like a big, open, like, old mine that's now a lake, and it has, like, a beach, and it was cool. So, obviously, like, the first night, well, day, let's say, but then going into night. So, we're down by the beach, everybody's drinking, absolutely flying. Then, stupidly, what I've done is, is... No, wait, pause. We'd smoked a load of weed. We were all super high and mm. super drunk. Mm. Well, there was that as well. But, 
<laughs> I will still not get over the fact that when I was sober, I, I did feel though that we were just going for a walk and then we were going to come back and then we were going to go back down. But I've obviously gone down to the beach with my shoes and socks. So obviously when I've got to the beach, they've come off. Now, we've stayed there for the rest of the night for, I don't know, eight or ten hours or whatever. <laughs> and as I've come back up, I'm obviously not putting my shoes back on. So I'm just holding them in my hand. And then, obviously, because this is the sort of bloke I am, instead of going for a pish in the bush, <laughs> the bog is right there, isn't it? A pish in a bush. Pish in a bush. <laughs> like, I've gone in to, like, the bogs, and it's, like, pitch black, and I'm, like, can't see nothing. So I've left my fucking shoes and socks outside on, like, a little bollard, right? And I've gone in, and I'm, like, going through with my torch, I'm, like, oh, well, bearing in my, barefoot in a pisser. I was just filled. going to say like, well, well, you... Not rationale thinking here, boys, <laughs> like, at all, right? No, we're sobriety there. Okay. No. So walking so, through a cement building. Cement building, so, I mean, might have stepped in piss, might not. <laughs> Who really knows that anymore? I mean, at that size, it didn't really matter, did it? So I've literally gone in there, and then in my drunkness and everything, I've come out and obviously forgotten my shoes, right? So I got back to the tent and like passed out, and then got up the next morning, and I'm the <laughs> old muggins here is the only one who's driven and got a car with them, and guess what? We run out of beer and we got to go to River. So I'm like, well, I suppose Muggins will be driving over here. I'm like, well, I better put my shoes on to drive them. But boy, anyone, anyone see my shoes? <laughs> anyone? I don't really fancy driving in my flip flops. And actually, just where are they? Like, anyway, so I'm like, let me, I must have left them down by the beach. So I've literally got a couple of people to retract the steps all the way down there. And they're like, nah, you, you went for a piss in the bush. Maybe they're in the bush. I was like, I didn't. I, I went in the fucking thing. I was part of that search party. We just yeah. like scaled. And I'm like, I'm like, where are they? And then I've come back up and then realized that I've gone into the pisser. And literally on the bollard, I see my pair of socks. <laughs> Some cunt has gone through the trouble of going, do you know what? I'm having them. Looked at the socks and go, nah, leave them there for the poor bastard. I mean, I took them. <laughs> Still. You took them back? I took them back. And they were your brand new vans that you got yeah. for your birthday or something, mm. right? Yeah, and it's like not the end of the world to lose a pair of vans, don't get me wrong. But I was like, I only bought one pair of fucking shoes this weekend. Didn't plan on losing it. Oh, what, losing them, getting them stolen. Right. So, anyway, so I'm like, well, there's not much I can do now. I've still got me flip-flops at least, so we can go out. <laughs> so I go out. This is where it gets worse. So that night, we obviously get back on the sauce again, and it's absolutely flowing. And we've gone down there. <laughs> Melina's got the same, same set of fucking shoes as me. They're the typical German Adidas. The, the, the Adidas, yeah, the Adidas Adelettons, right? And it's come to the end of the night, and I'm like, where's me, boys, where's me fucking flip-flops at? <laughs> What's going on here? Fucking deja vu all over again, isn't it? Who's this cunt who's specifically coming for my shoes, isn't it? Anyway, I get back. She's taken the wrong pair. So she's got one of mine and I can't find another one. So I'm walking around with one left foot of the one that I've got. And my right foot is about a size three. It's like I've got club foot, isn't it? Walking around like fucking Quasimodo. I'm like, actually, I've got to drive back an hour in a hire car. With bare feet, I walked out and I like get back to Berlin. I'm like, I don't even want to walk 
from the car to the flat. I might catch something here. So you had a size, what, uh, 10 on you? And a size, size 10 three. and a size 3. But where do the other size I 10 don't go? Know. You think, we think that someone has Somebody like... somewhere is still walking around with it. <laughs> like... So in the end, on your birthday weekend, you lost two pairs of shoes. Mm. <laughs> two pairs of fucking shoes. I mean, not the end of the world. It's just Don't super we... annoying when it happens. So I'm like, nah, won't be doing that again. That was one oh. of the funniest weekends of my life, actually. Do you remember like the friendship boat? Oh, that mushroom <laughs> shit. Oh, that mushroom chocolate sent me and Molly and fucking Melina wild. And he's on there just going, <laughs> No, what the fuck? I'll never forget it. All right, well, look, let's let's bring this back to dating then, uh, Chris. Mm-hmm. Do you have any dating advice for those out there, for anyone anywhere in the world? Like, because you're a man of confidence and bursting mm-hmm. with self-esteem mm-hmm. and has a massive ego. Could you maybe help others out there that, you know, might have, might be having trouble in that department? Any mm-hmm. of the men maybe listening out there, what is your advice about maybe approaching a woman in a bar? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I would say that, like... Going back to what I said before is that you shouldn't be afraid to go up and like speak to somebody because you're maybe fear of getting rejected. But what do you say? Like literally, I don't have a chat up line. No, I know. I don't go and be like, so do you like cheddar cheese (laughs) or whatever? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just like, I think you just need to gauge the room and the vibe a little bit. Like, I think as well, like sometimes you can take a whim even if you haven't, but I think that... At least from what I've seen is like sometimes you can kind of tell if a bird might be interested because they might be looking, they might give you some signs. Not all the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm just like, if you just go up to them and just be like, pretty much like, oh, how's it going? All right. Like having a nice evening. What are you up to? What's your name? Yeah. And you kind of just engage in a normal, natural, free-throwing conversation. I mean, it works for me. All the time. <laughs> not well, what all does this say? Yeah, come on. Uh, pretty well, much. I mean, yeah. uh, it's the... Not, what, what, what is the saying? 99% of the time it works? 100% Oh, oh, oh from, um, from the film, innit? I can't remember, 100% oh, of the time it, it works. I've got to look it yeah, up yeah, now, innit? Oh yeah, that was it. It is. It's from Anchorman, innit? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, 60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> so, um, no, but I mean like, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't, because like for me there isn't necessarily, I think you just need to approach it in a normal, natural even if you want to say maybe in like sincere way. Mm-hmm. Like there's no point of like balling in like Johnny fucking Big Bollocks trying to impress her and her mates that you've got an absolute schlong on you and like, oh, look at me. Because yeah. like, I think that's a bit cringe and like... I find that's how guys act online. So that was actually going to be my next question mm. because obviously it's hard to get the best opening line on say Tinder, for example, because one of them is saying hi Another yeah. fella's like, so you like big dicks, do you? And I'm like, what? Oh, but yo, come on. We get that. Huh? You'd swear we don't. I'm not saying that you don't, but I'm also saying, fuck me. Like, really? Uh, because uh, guys wouldn't really go up to some, well, maybe they do actually probably go up to people in clubs and, and I don't know, but well. why would you do that in a club even? Yeah. Like, that's just weird. <laughs> like, I don't get that at all. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's so, super weird. What is your, what's your usual opening text? Honestly, like, also, it's not anything thingy. I'm just like, how's it going? Anything thingy. <laughs> thing, thing, fingers. <laughs> oh, she'll have a fishy on a little dishy. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I also just be like, 
what I would say with the online dating thing is that you don't want to get into this like, well, I don't, I don't necessarily mean it by a trap, but this thing where you're just aimlessly and pointlessly chatting bollocks to someone that you haven't met weeks on end. Mm -hmm. Like, you've obviously matched for a reason, and I know it's purely aesthetical mm -hmm. on there, yeah? I mean, I know that there's, by the way that somebody writes maybe, or a little prompt that they've got now where they can put a voice note or something, whatever, you can kind of build up a little bit of their maybe personality and what they're about, a little bit. But essentially, which is completely fine as well, because I don't care, like, you have to be somewhat attracted to somebody aesthetically for you for it to go anywhere in a sexual mm -hmm. relationship or dating kind of aspect um but yeah if you so you've already crossed that thing where you're like aesthetically it's Easy. looking good mm -hmm. yeah you can chat i'm not saying that you need to be like well we've just matched tomorrow we're gonna go for a drink you can obviously exchange a little bit but i don't want to be chatting you three weeks down the line if we've just matched and you're like trying to find a date and it's like oh i don't know when i got that way bye yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's just pointless. I think within a week, at least for me, I would only meet someone within a week. I can, I, I know that sometimes, and if you're, which another thing is very, very important to me in general, is just being open with your communication. Tell them how it is in general. Yes. Right? It's easier to hear the truth than build up a load of fucking bollocks um, and hide behind it because it's easier for you. Um, but like, yeah, there is circumstances where they're open and they say, look, I want to, but at the moment, so-and-so and so-and-so is happening. I just can't. Fine. You know, you can, like, say, right, all right, we can still have some pleasantries and shit. I'm going to chat to you every day because it's also weird. Yeah. Like, so if you, you haven't met somebody, somebody like, them, yeah. I'm like what, what are you chatting about? Mm -hmm. Oh, my day was good. I worked. Um, so when are we getting that beer? It's on fucking repeat, <laughs> isn't it? You know what I mean? So... Um, yeah, I mean, I would just say like that, really, like going for a beer and like also like just checking the vibe, especially with like online dating. Like for me, I feel that like I'm not going to on my first date commit to fucking doing something extravagant. Like let's literally like during the summer, the best thing is just go and have a walk and a spaghetti beer. Yeah, it used to be sitting boxy. Or sitting boxy, yeah. Or, or like or a little walk, yeah, getting a bit cretinous with the fucking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, you still hanging out I, I would like, still nah, would, but it just got a little bit. Uh, it just you, got a little bit too much now with those crackheads about, isn't it? Like, and their dogs and they're shouting at each other. Yeah, it's like, but it's gross. Chill out. Yeah. Well, you you were always sitting there with your with your chair. Mm. You were always the granddad in the the chair. I can love chair. that chair, isn't it? <laughs> I was sitting on there when you fucking homeless geezers, dogs pissed everywhere. Yeah, it's gross. Like, it's yeah. gross. Okay, nice. So to wrap it up, then your your dating advice is open communication. For sure. And just don't be afraid to approach someone. It's, if it's a no, it's a no. It's like, going to be someone else and you shouldn't allow it to like dent your potential confidence in yourself. Love that. Because you ain't going to finish there. You need to put shit into fucking perspective and all. There's, what, 7 billion people in the world. And what, and you're, you're, you just reckon that you're going to ball up to any bird that you want and they're going to go, do you know what? Oh, he's a bit me. He's, oh, I'm going to slag myself right out to him tonight. <laughs> I mean, it can happen, but not everyone, innit? Yeah, right. it doesn't happen. So, I mean, uh, yeah. So Great. it's easy in that respect to once... I, I find it easier in that respect that once you can let that go from yourself... Then you're free. Oh, yeah, but then you could... Yeah, because it's just... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Lovely. Well, yeah. Chris, great. Great stories. Great laughs as always. Enjoy the rest of your Water. dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Let's okay, get water. on the beers.
Hi lads, thank you so much again for listening and I really hope you enjoyed the show. For more episodes, please do like, share and subscribe. And I also want to hear about your dating experiences, no matter what city, no matter what country you're living in, please do get in touch. You can reach out to me on Instagram at datinginberlin underscore book or you can email me at datinginberlinbook at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. (music) 